back to the Nuts and Bolts podcast. This week, because we just got me and Clay going through a few things that we've been doing over the last few weeks. Uh, Clay, it's been almost a month since we put an episode out, so I figure it's about time we get back together, and then we can only get us two here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, actually just over a month or right at it, something like that, because uh, Superfly was... Uh, see, was the sixth through the ninth, and it was before that. So, yep, yeah, we put that episode with Ben out that Monday before. So, yep, so right around that, right at a month, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then, so yep, cool, crazy man, been busy, busy, and I know Casey's over working on his trucks more, and oh, Jason's halfway around the country somewhere or the world. Sorry, yeah, he's supposed to be like I think in Hawaii or somewhere right now. So. He's hanging out on a beach. He probably <laughs> took a piece out of that plane so they could stay there for a couple of days while they look for it. Good, him. I, you always notice that it doesn't break down in Antarctica. Exactly. It breaks down in Guam, in uh, Honolulu, the Philippines, you know. yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> like they always break in like nice tropical places. Yeah, we're on to you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait That's till the FAA hears this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, checking his bag. Yeah, finding circuit boards or something. That's funny. Yeah, and Casey went all truck driver on us. He's he's all into uh, his little Chevy Colorado, which is pretty sweet. I mean, yeah, it looks good, man. And them wheels and wrapped like that, it looked really good. So he was redoing the interior. I didn't go. He was going that far with it, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's already got it to where he could make money off of it if he was to want to flip mm-hmm. it. So, yep, yep but, good uh, deal. But yeah, uh, go ahead. And for listeners, we just, we had to take a break for a few weeks. Uh, I had a lot going on and Matt really had a lot going on. I doubt he wants to get into it, but uh, Uh, we can a little bit later, but yeah. Yeah. Either way, just had a, had a lot of stuff come up all at the same time, unfortunately. And uh, it just is what it is. Yeah. It's been, it's been a hell of a couple of three weeks. I can tell you that. And that's just been life, a lot of life happening, as old Clint would say. Yeah. But, yep. uh, but anyway, hell, what else you been doing, man? I I came home and uh, Mark had been working on this. Uh, I had a Galley NX4 helicopter that had been converted to gas. And uh, when I got it in, it was all, it was just a mess. And uh, he took it to his house a few weeks back and sat and cleaned it all up messed with it a little bit so i've got it ready to set up on the fly barless uh here maybe this weekend if i get a chance but uh other than that i really haven't done much of anything since superfly so man i've actually been super busy with rc uh every chance i get in between work let's see since superfly i uh i went out to ice house and at Ice House, I picked up my new RV870, and I also picked up servos for my Mamba 120. Nice. So, so you got I've work been to work- do. <laughs> yeah, I've got plenty to do. Um, I started putting the servos in my Mamba 120. Unfortunately, I really haven't had a lot of opportunity to work on stuff, and I've also struggled from a lack of motivation to some extent as well. <laughs> yeah. So all the servos are wire loomed two of them are installed uh, so i've still got the other six to do but uh anyway 
I, uh, been working on that a little bit. I've got the RV eight unboxed and that's as far as I got. And that's mainly due to, I need a chance to meet up with either Renee or Jason to borrow their Zykoys. Cause I'm going to nerd out. Yeah. I'm going to weigh the whole thing in, uh, every part and, uh, just completely nerd out on that. So just waiting till I can catch up with one of those two guys to, to borrow the scale and then I'll get started building the RV eight. Yeah. That's, uh, that's going to be cool. I want to come up and mess with that. Yeah. I get it. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, but, uh, other than that, I've been getting to go flying quite a bit. We've had the best weather of the year, uh, here in Oklahoma. So I've been taking advantage of it every chance I get. And I've been taking out my, Raven mostly, uh, the extreme flight Raven, the Mamba 60 some, and I even took out my RV 860 this last weekend, but, uh, been trying to go flying in the, the evenings after work and, and then every, every chance I get. And also we had the Gainesville, uh, what'd they call that Lone Star Stole. It was a, a full scale stole contest this past Saturday. Oh, that a nice. few of us went to and uh so i spent the saturday that i could have been working on airplanes i was down there hanging out watching that so yeah pretty cool yeah it was all right uh the... the guys that uh that i was rooting for ended up not winning so uh, <laughs> i was rooting for kyle bushman he's a buddy of ours and uh he was flying a i forget what they call it. it's like backcountry cubs revolution or revision three he calls it the rev three and uh it's got a huge wing on it with a ton of aileron or sorry a ton of flaps these these ailerons that look tiny but they're actually like five foot long so that just shows you how big the (laughs) wing is and how big the flaps are they look like nothing out there on the tips of the wings it's like yeah those are actually five foot it's like holy cow um but anyway there was a there was quite a few Huskies there, uh, quite a few Super Cubs. I was really impressed by some of the Super Cubs. There was a guy there trying to do a Stolk event, and he did pretty well uh, considering just how heavy the airplane is. He was flying a Cessna 205, which is just a tank of an airplane to be doing stole with. Stole drags with, yeah. Well, it wasn't stole drags. Or, it was a, just yeah, stole. Stole um, Yeah, of distance. And, uh, anyway, he ended up, it's a tricycle gear plane and he drugged the tail on his first landing, made a pretty good divot out there in the grass and (laughs) had some (laughs) grass and mud hanging off the bottom of his airplane. I was like, Oh, that could have been bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I could see that being a a challenge for sure. Yeah. That plane. Anyway. Yep. Yep. No, it was. It was a good time. Skinner and, uh, and me and Patrick Roman was there, uh, me and my dad. Uh, but yeah. Nice. And I'll have to post a picture of the, the car that Skinner showed up in. It was, <laughs> it was epic. Oh, what it was it's a old station wagon. I think it's a Ford like LTD wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the sticker he had on the back. <laughs> no, sorry. It was a Chevy Caprice estate um 
Yeah, the, it's got uh, it's the got wood, like a wood horse stuff on it, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the whole. I mean, it's the uh, Clark Griswold special. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. And uh, but it's got like a horse hood on ornament. Um, it's got the luggage rack on the top, and it's got a sticker on the back that says "I love crack horse." <laughs> And it's got all kinds of random stickers all over the side of it. Um, yeah, it was it was where, pretty comical. Where the hell did he find that? Well, he actually it's not his. It was this uh, this character from down in his neck of the wood they call Bones. So yeah, that, nice. Yeah, that's funny. Or no, no, sorry, that was Snake. Bones <laughs> is the other one. Yeah, yeah, they got some characters down there. Yeah, I believe it. So that's funny. Well, who? Yeah. So you got to fly some, huh? Oh yeah. Been. I, uh, hadn't, I hadn't gotten to fly since Superfly. So, um, on uh, Sunday, the end of Superfly that morning, I got a phone call that my dad was in the ICU in the hospital, and so I came back to that. Uh, found him. It was worse than I had initially been told on the phone he was on full life support. So he had, uh, had a cardiac arrest at his apartment and, um, they got him back and we tried and tried and tried everything. But unfortunately, uh, October 19th, uh, he passed away. So, uh, we had his funeral late last week and, uh, I'm just trying to get back into the groove of things. Like I said, it's been uh, three weeks from hell, literally, um, cleaning up a lot of stuff, got to take care of his apartment and some bills and some other stuff. But, uh, so that pretty much has tied up everything I've done since I got home from Superfly. So I missed Ice House and, uh, while I'd love to be going to Cajun Huck Fest this next weekend, I'm not going to make that either, unfortunately, but it's, uh, it's been a time say that. There's a lot of, lot of life happening all at one time, uh, unfortunately, but, uh, but anyway, so we're just trying to, trying to keep moving forward and, uh, get back into, into things and move along. But, uh, but anyway, um, I know you want to go over some of the stuff that we did at Superfly. So we had a pretty good time out there. Yeah, we had a great time at Superfly, uh, considering that the weather we, we went what uh, I don't know, three months nearly with <laughs> almost no rain. No rain, yeah. And uh, and yeah, then guess what? It rained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> half a day on Friday, half a day on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Mm. Uh, but you know, we got a lot of good feedback from people that were there, and uh, I don't know anybody that had a bad time. You know, the weather could have been better, but you know, hey, we made the best of it. We had a we got in pretty good flying and uh, everybody had a good time. Yeah, it was you a pretty know. good crowd. Good to see Ben and them again. And Jason Don Hockle came up and Kurt and all those guys. Well, we even had uh, Tom Reef Schneider all the way yeah. from Florida come up to it. Um, yep. So yep. Tom was headed out to California to go see Cal and uh, he stopped and hung out with us for a couple of days and Oh geez, this trip to the grocery store was epic. <laughs> it, I wish we had that on video. This guy is nuts. 
I don't know that Lindsay, Oklahoma has ever experienced anything that exciting. <laughs> Those poor so. ca- cashiers didn't know what to think of him, man. He grabbed a hold of that phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's up at the front of the store with the megaphone or, or whatever, the intercom. <laughs> On the PA, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking to the whole grocery store. When, yeah. <laughs> it's Clay, Ricks, your mom's looking for you. <laughs> oh, boy. That was all bad. That was awesome. I hadn't laughed laugh that hard in a long damn time. <laughs> yeah. The best part though was when he's like clean up on aisle five and <laughs> you, me and Jason immediately like, what did he do? <laughs> right. Well, the two workers that were standing in front of me were like, what the hell? They're kind of looking down the aisle. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It was good and, stuff. <laughs> and then Kurt finally found his bag of popcorn. <laughs> so, uh, Oh, chips. He was on a popcorn kick this, that weekend, but you no, know, uh, oh, and then we did something else pretty unique at Superfly that, uh, I've never done at any of the events I've ran and, uh, I'm sure it's not the first time it's been done, but, uh, I thought it was unique. We had a duel, so to speak between Greg Kenya and Ben Fisher. Both of them were flying extreme flight MXS, uh, the 104 inch MXS to be specific. And, uh, Ben come up and he said, uh, we had the best 3d trophy. Then, uh, he was like, how do I win that? And I was like, well, you got to do something pretty damn epic. And, uh, anyway, him and Greg cooked up this plan that they were going to go out and, uh, fly at the same time, but they were going to, it was a a fly off to see who won the best 3d trophy. (laughs) And Greg's normally pretty decent, especially at night. And for whatever reason, he was kind of slacking that day. And uh, Ben showed up with his A game, ends up doing a descending rolling harrier, slaps a wingtip on the runway. Yep. So it was pretty awesome. So yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, at least he did that on Saturday and then he unalived it on Sunday. So, <laughs> yep. Clipped a light with yeah. the tail of it and that i think did some of the damage and then but i i think he's already got it all fixed up and back in the air again oh yeah he flew it at ice house two weekends later two weeks later yeah yeah no he actually uh bumped the kill switch is mm. what happened that's right <clears throat> yeah shut yep. it down yeah which i mean i know a lot of guys run their kill switch out there on the front of the radio uh that lower switch on the on the top of the radio mm-hmm. front what are you gonna call it um I personally don't for that very reason. And uh, it's just so easy for me to bump it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got the same spot that I use for helicopters and planes. So it's not the yeah. far one down, but the next one up, but it's still on that top edge. So, yeah, but with that one, it's short. For whatever so. reason, it's harder to hit that one. Yeah. Well, yeah you, you have to be more deliberate. Switch. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah, that was a good time though. Yeah, and the city uh so the city manager got back to me the following week. Yeah. And uh I talked to a few other local people and we got all positive feedback. The question was when are we going to do it again? You know, mm-hmm. hey, are we doing this next year? Well, there were a lot of people that came out there. There was, I yeah. Mean, there was a ton of people that came out just to watch. Um what was it? Uh I remember if it was Friday evening or Saturday, but uh, Some of both, lot, actually. A lot of people out there in the food truck. Um, I heard it was pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, well, we I had did the, a lot of business I had the in kitty town, chicken. So. 
um, yeah, I had the, the kitty chicken off the food truck, which was basically like fried chicken nuggets. Um, not like chicken nuggets like you get from McDonald's, you know, but like a popcorn chicken, it's more yeah, yeah. so. And uh, so like popcorn chicken with some like fries and cheese and all kinds of other stuff all over it. And it was pretty good, actually. So, yeah, it looked good. It looked like I had chili uh, that one day and I kept meaning to go over there and get it. And then I turned around and that, it was too late. They were gone. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get to, but uh, I know there's a lot of business done in town and the hotel and all that kind of stuff. So I think it, I think it benefited the city all around. At least I oh, hope yeah. so. Yeah. We had uh Larry and Greg Kenya. They had uh, another round, round three. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Larry technically won, but I think it's because Greg kind of let him win. I'm not, you know, Larry can, he can sit there and talk crap all he wants, but yep. I reviewed the tape and, uh, yeah. I think but, Greg, he, he let him up cause Greg about choked him out. I was going to say was the color, close. the color was gone from his yeah. face. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Tom was over there and was like, Hey, let him up, let him up. And you could see <laughs> Greg let off and you know, that's when Larry was able to come back, but yeah. he was close. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think too. So, yeah, that was pretty funny, but no, overall, I think the Superfly went extremely well. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put this out there. Now it is, uh, it's on again for next year. It'll be the last weekend of September. So it'll be the, uh, see the 28th through the first, I believe. Uh, so September 28th. Let me look actually. Yeah. September 28th through October 1st, Lindsay, Oklahoma again. Uh, we're working on a lot of new details. It's going to continue to evolve over the course of the next 11 months. But, uh, that's the date. Put it in your calendar. You won't want to miss it. Um, if even 50% of the things could pan out that we're planning, you won't want to miss it at all. So still doing the same place, right? Lindsay airport. Yep. Cool. Be at the same place. Awesome. It was a, yeah. it was a cool place to fly, man. Lots of room. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We kind of, that's one thing we kind of just let, you know, it was for the, one of the first times that I've hosted an event where we weren't absolutely critical on parking. So we just kind of, you know, just let it happen. You know, it's like, Hey, do whatever you want to do. Right. And we're probably not going to be able to do that. I mean, it got a little bit out of hand. The parking was kind of jacked up. Yeah, so we're going to have to police. Yeah. We're going to have to police that maybe a little bit better next year. But, uh, overall, I think that, uh, we didn't have any issues. So, and, uh, well, cool. Well, you made it out to Ice House too. So, yeah. Uh, what day did you go down to Ice House? You go Thursday or you go Friday? I went Wednesday. Wednesday. Good grief, Bill. Yeah. What? Well, no, Bill was there Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, well, that figures. <laughs> yeah. No, Bill beat me there by several hours. <laughs> um, actually, like there was a lot of people there when I got there. Really? Uh, huh. Yes. I was uh, going to say, how was the turnout and stuff for that? Because uh, I know there were, there were, a stack of people that weren't able to make it this year. So turnout was way down, uh, yeah. probably in the neighborhood of about 60% of normal. Okay. Um, I think they had 110 pilots total. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. When they normally hover in the like 160 to like 180 range is generally where they're at. Um, But no, I got there Wednesday, like uh, two o'clock, I think something like that. Three o'clock. I don't remember exactly. And uh, yeah, like Terry Wiles had beat me there. Bill beat me. Skinner was ahead of me. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of people already there. Um, of course, a ton of other people that uh, I'm forgetting, but, uh, did, uh, how bad was the wind down there? I know up here it was howling pretty good. So uh, I was wondering how it was impacting the flights down there. If anybody was out actually flying. So Wednesday was great flying. Absolutely beautiful. Low winds, uh, is great flying. Thursday was still good. Friday got a little breezy, but overall still, I mean, it was actually getting pretty windy Friday. Saturday was the worst. It was gusting, or it was like sustained 20, gusting probably over 30 all day Saturday. Ouch. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty nasty on the wind. It was sunny and dry, thankfully. <laughs> uh, you know, last year was Compared a to last sloppy, year. Yeah, yep. it was a sloppy mess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the wind was pretty nasty. However, Super Tim got to do some really – I mean, this guy uh, impressed the crap out of me with that big Bushmaster. Yeah. I saw the video of that big Bushmaster. Yeah, so he uh, – this guy, I'm telling you, he's one of my favorite pilots to watch because of some of the – it's just simple stuff, but simple in appearance, very difficult to execute. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things he did uh, – and I've got it on my TikTok where – he picks the tail up and he's got the plane sitting there to steal with the tail in the air. Like he's got brakes on and flaps down, blips the throttle. And this thing just levitates. And the video I've got was actually at night and it wasn't as windy as during the noon demos. He, he did it again during the noon demo and it was even better. Uh, then during part of the noon demo, which I was just watching and taking it in, I wasn't videoing it. Um, he actually was doing a rolling Harrier and he was traveling backwards. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was just uh, nuts, man. Sit there and watch that big old plane doing rolling Harriers and it's just hanging there. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Then, uh, Seth Arnold came too, and he, uh, you know, the RV 870 is an excellent slow flight airplane and, it can honestly be a little challenging in winds that high. I bet. And he made it look easy. He was doing these, uh, it was pretty neat. He'd come down and like touch the wheels on the ground, pop up, uh, roll the airplane and then come back and touch the wheels on the ground. And he was just doing that over and over again. It was, it was pretty sweet. So cool. Yeah. I imagine that RV eight would be as much lift as that wing has with that much wind, you know, yeah, like, uh, and as light as that plane is for the size, I could imagine it was a challenge to keep it on the ground when you go to land. Yeah, it could be for sure. So, but Seth made it look easy. Yeah, that figures. Yeah. Cool. So they had a they had an ultimate out there too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They fly uh, it much. Well, he flew it a few times, uh, but once it got windy, he didn't fly it anymore. Yeah. He flew the RV eight. I don't blame him there. Yeah, no, he flew it 
it flew it a few times on Thursday and Friday. And uh uh he Seth has a different style than Kike. Mm-hmm. And so all the flying that we saw at uh Jonal was all Kike. Right. And I really admire Kike, don't get me wrong, but I also really like Seth's flying style. And Seth was ringing it out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was doing some stuff with it. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have ordered one of those instead of an RV8. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, hey, it's they'll have plenty more. I was uh, going to say, I'm going to have one. So it may be middle of next year, but I'm going to have ones uh, yeah. eventually. I want one of those ultimates. Yeah, it it looked really good and um which i had looked it over pretty good uh from out at jonal mm-hmm. the one at jonal was uh, the very first initial prototype uh the one that seth was flying was a, another factory prototype but you know it is a little bit different uh not really remarkably different but just in general I think it just looked like it was maybe in better condition or something. Cause the oh, one okay. that the one at Jonal, they had been beating it up to test it, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I just looked at it. It's like, man, that thing is sweet. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a really good airplane. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that one and, uh, a Peregrine, they're going to be my, my biplanes. Pick up those two. I would have a Peregrine now, but, some jackass named Carrie bought the last one. So yeah, well, I got to fly <laughs> it. So <laughs> it flies pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Well, you know, well, you got to fly Ben's, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I flew Ben's at Superfly. Yeah, yeah. So I flew his, and then I flew Carrie's, and uh, it took me, I want to say, four flights, three flights, but flight number three, I was getting a little bit more comfortable with it. The yeah. fourth flight, I was really starting to like it. And so I know you, were, you had told me when we talked about it before that, yeah, but like the fourth flight, you had it dialed in pretty good. Well, just getting used to it's uh, how it flies because it is, while it's similar to the Raven, it's certainly not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Raven uh, with the Dual Sky 2000, its power to weight ratio is far exceeds the, the, uh, Peregrine with the T motors power system. Yeah, he had it. Yeah, that's right. He had a 600 motor on it. Yeah. And while it has the Peregrine has plenty of power, don't get me wrong, it's not underpowered by any stretch of the mind. Uh, it's just not quite the power that I'm used to with my Raven. So right. it took me a few flights to kind of adjust and, uh, and think about that. But uh, that and the roll authority, uh, the way Kerry has his setup, I think it needed. I think it needed just a touch more aileron. Uh, the other big thing is his initial flights. We run the six S four thousand, and it was too nose heavy. And I don't remember. I mean, we just. I don't know if he really CG'd it even. You know, by the book, we just right. A thirty. I, I think, think a thirty three hundred would probably be ideal for that. I do too. I think a 4,000 on the heavy end for that airplane. Yeah. And, uh, either way we had to move the battery back a couple of times and, uh, that really helped stabilize it in a Harrier and, uh, really helped to make it do a few things. Like one of the things I'll do to test CG 
is uh, I think some guys call it a suicide. Some guys call it a parachute, but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, just point it straight at the ground mm-hmm. and pull full up elevator and see where the nose comes out. And I want it to come out either level or maybe even slightly nose high. Right. And uh, so we had to move the battery back a couple of times to get that right. And also the, you know, the old pull 45 roll inverted and right. how much down do you got to apply? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how I usually check them too. Both things actually, yep. just to see as I'm dialing it in. Yeah, so, well, that's cool. Well, cool. And you're headed to Cajun Huckfest this weekend, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. Tommy and I are headed out uh, early, early Friday morning. Yeah, I would. Man, I wish I could make that. I got too much work going on, or I would be tagging along for sure. Well, man, you're gonna miss out too because. So Johnny and me uh, have been talking quite a bit over the phone, just about here, this and that. And, and uh, he's the ultimate salesman. He's like, dude, we're going to have so much good food. We're having a gumbo on Thursday night. We've got fried catfish on Friday night. We've got bar, uh, brisket. He's cooking brisket on Saturday. And uh, he's like, and all of this is a pilot you know, it's included in the pilot's fee, which is 40 bucks. And like, dude, you're not even covering the cost of food at this point. Like you guys are, you know, there's no way you could buy that, you know, for 40 bucks. So uh, yeah, I wish I was able to go, man. Cause just for the food alone, but not to mention get to hang out with all those guys for the weekend. But uh, yeah, the food alone looks like it's going to be epic. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys don't know Johnny Falgu, uh, look him up on Facebook. He's the, uh, and he's a hell of a nice guy. Just absolutely one of the best people you could know. He's Johnny, and he's Johnny put, the monkey. Johnny the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little movie trivia for you there. <laughs> See who can figure that one out. Yeah, Johnny, D. <laughs> Johnny the monkey. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, well, that's uh, going to be a good time. We'll have to catch up afterwards next week and uh, see how that goes. Well, and I don't know if you've been watching the the post, but uh, Chris Barton is mm-hmm. headed out down there. Uh, I think Neil Capilorik is coming, going to be yeah. there. Yeah, I heard he was there. And then uh, Joe Lewis is on his way too. Yep. Yeah, and you so, got uh, Chris too, Henson, right? Chris Henson should be there. Yep. yep. So it's going to be a a good weekend. Uh, is is Ben going out there? No. Do you know? Okay. I no, wasn't sure if he was he, going with Chris or not. No, I heard he's not going to make it. Um, so that's the the last word I heard, and that yeah. may have changed. That was a few days ago when I talked to Ben last, and he said that he wasn't going. So yeah, that'll be a good time though. And Don Hockle and them those guys going to be there. Oh yeah, Kyle and Don Hockle will be there, and uh, yeah, that'll be a good time. Regardless. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, me and Tommy are going to. Uh, Reddish is hooking us up with a spot, so we're gonna go down there. Because nice. I'm not taking my trailer. This will be my first event I've gone to uh, ever, I think, <laughs> without a trailer. So that's gonna be a, a unique thing for me. Um, so yeah, I'm taking just my Honda Pilot. Throw a the Raven in the back. I think Tommy's gonna throw an electric in there. And, uh, I'm trying to talk him into 
taking the little 64 inch MXS. He's not as big a fan of it. And I want to fly it some more. <laughs> I, that was my first introduction to, uh, to that size airplane. And I had the old one years ago with the torque 4016. Mm, okay. Well, he's got the V2 with the X power 22 on it. And I haven't got to fly that plane yet. And I'm like, man, I, I don't think he's going to, I think he's going to take his sky wing, but, uh, I was going to say uh, another 60 inch electric. He's got a couple to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. A couple dozen, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not figure, well, you got to save room and bring that helicopter back. Yep. That's uh that's the ultimate challenge actually because that's going to be a tank of a helicopter. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's a big you know, bastard. Whenever I got that uh, pilot back from Kinsey, I was thinking like, hey, you know, hey, I'm gonna have all this room, and it fills up pretty quick. It's not it that, it's not a big SUV, so does it, have, it doesn't have a third row in it, does it? Yeah. Can you take it out? I've got both the second and the third row folded down right now. You don't take them out. They both fold down. Okay. And, uh, my RV eight sixty and my Raven. And that's about it. Like you can put like those two airplanes and like a bag and some field equipment. That's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not as big as you would think. So like I took, I took it out Sunday that setup. So I had one of my rigid charge cases, uh, my transmitter case, my battery box, and the two airplanes. And I mean, I could have squeezed some more stuff in there, but it, you know, I don't pack like Bill. So <laughs> that was full to me. in there. <laughs> yeah, it was full to me. So, yeah. well, oh, you can get that helicopter in there, and Tommy's going to have to get an Uber to come home. There ain't no shit. <laughs> Actually, I need him to drive because it's like eight hours. And dude, I've, <laughs> I've been, which I drove like 10 today, but I just get tired of driving. So I can imagine y'all, you've been on the road quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, well, that's going to be a good time. We'll have to catch up, like I said, next week or something, find out how, how all that goes down. And if, uh, you know, you have any other epic trips like we did at, uh, out in Tyler. <laughs> well <laughs> let's just say don hawk was planting the seed <laughs> and it's not even the weekend <laughs> uh, here surprise. we are middle of the week and he's already like if there's any trips <laughs> be sure to let me know <laughs> uh, that's awesome man uh, that dude. was that was a damn good time though <laughs> so uh yeah that'll, that'll be hilarious if it happens again so but anyway, I think, he, I think Don Hawk was wanting to relive that night because oh, yeah. we had such a good time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's probably asking Ben to have another event and Tyler just so we can go back over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Too okay. bad the other one's closed. That's I'm, all I'm going to say. Right. I'm pretty sure Kenya's still in trouble. He says he's not, but I'm pretty sure his wife's making him say that. So, <laughs> how'd you like that? Uh, I don't think he caught on to it. It's like if you're in danger, blink twice. Yeah, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't saying, catch it. He said a couple of things. I was like, is "She making you say that?" I, I was I was gonna say, "I bet she's got his phone, and it's really her." And he's like tied up in a closet somewhere, still in trouble from that trip. Uh, it was funny. Oh yeah. man, yep, that was a good time. But uh, anyway, well, moving along here, we got a couple of couple of announcements from Flex. Uh, some stuff come out in the email, and then I've seen some posts. Uh, just in the last day on a couple different things. Uh, first one was uh, 
Flex is uh, doing away with shared ocean freight on some of their stuff and re- significantly reduced the shared ocean freight um, costs that they're uh, having to split up for the customer. So like uh, the RV 870 and the Mamba 120, their uh, the customer shared portion of the ocean freight is dropped to 50 bucks, which uh, that's significant because I know a lot of pe- places were charging a hundred plus for uh, that uh, particular piece just to be just as an add-on to the cost of regular shipping and the airframe itself. The Mama 70 uh, dropped to like $40. The the uh, Ultimate, um, that shared ocean freight portion has dropped to about $40 also. And then I think on some of the foams, uh, they've even done away with it completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's huge um, given that how the cost of all that stuff got um, you know, over with COVID going on and everything. I know we had a long conversation with uh, Tim on an episode. I don't know. That's been a long time ago. Uh, but uh, when we talked to him about everything that was going on and the cost of, of just ocean freight and getting containers uh, being skyrocketed, we, you know, it might be interesting to touch base with him again and see if it's changed much. Um, but apparently it's coming down a little bit. So that's going to be good news for all of us, I think. Yeah. And I don't recall exactly what the shared ocean freight was on that size, you know, on the, the like the Mamba 120 and the RV 870. Uh, but I was thinking it was like a hundred bucks. Uh, that sounds about right. And I'm looking at Northwest or uh, RC's website and their container fee is a hundred bucks on a 120 to 170 class uh, aircraft. So for flex to drop it down to 50 bucks, that's a, that's a good sign. So. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully a sign of things to come. I hope that it continues to drop down and get back to more normal, more normal. Yeah. Where it's a, a little more cost effective, you know, I mean, of course, like when we were talking to Tim, you know, they can't eat it all. And he was only passing off half of it. And I'm sure flex is doing about the same thing. I think that was kind of an industry thing, you know, that everybody kind of up there or had that, that add on charge just to help cover some of that additional freight costs because shipping a container had like, you know, more than quadrupled in price yep. and uh, all that. So they can only eat so much of it. So. Yeah. Yep. But seeing it dropped like it has on the, uh, the foamy, you know, it's, it's going away on the foam aircraft and it's dropped significantly on the wood aircraft. So um, it's a good sign. We'll see, you know, maybe extreme flight and AJ. I, I never looked. I bet it did AJ have a container fee. I never uh, looked actually. Uh, I know extreme flight and Northwest did, which is essentially the same thing, but uh, I just ordered some stuff from them, but I ordered small stuff, not, uh, not an yeah. airframe, but hang on here. I'll check. Let's see. Let's do a 92 inch Raven. Well, let's go for the big boy. I like the one Oh six. Well, you do that one. I'll do this. We'll see what the difference is. Yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah, for... It's 80 on the 70 CC size frames. Yeah. So, I mean, basically we can all kind of, you know, you can see the trend here is around a hundred bucks for a hundred cc airplane. Yeah. Um, so uh, all like comparable. Said, 
hopefully it's a, a sign of things to come and we're able to cut some of that costs again. Yeah, there's 100 cc Ravens, 100 bucks too for that shared ocean piece container fee. So, but yeah, like I said, hopefully, hopefully things continue to drop down and get back to normal again and uh, we can uh, all save a few bucks. But uh, what else did they have coming out? Uh, new uh, maroon color scheme on the Cessna 170. Yeah. So the, the Cessna 170 G2 has been available for a few months now, but only in the orange scheme. So they come out with the maroon and gold scheme. It's a good uh, looking It's primarily maroon and white with the yeah. gold trim and uh, very classic looking. Well, what's yeah, funny is there was a maroon and white Cessna 170 at Gainesville last weekend. So <laughs> I don't know if I got any pictures of it, though. Um, I'll have to dig around and look and see. Yeah, I think this would look good. And they're making a not version of it, too. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, for 50 bucks, I think it's worth getting the not version just to have the option. But, I'm anxious uh, to see how that. the maroon looks at night, though. I hope it's not too dark. I was going to say, maybe blacked out a little bit, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yep. And I'm not really normally a fan of maroon. Uh, I know y'all can all just beat me up now. <laughs> I, I, growing up, maroon cars, like everybody would lust all over. Oh, that's such a good looking color. And uh, I never agreed. I was like, ah, maroon sucks. <laughs> um eh, this one's pretty good though it's a unique color in that you don't see a lot of model airplanes in this color no so, it's got that kind of classic look to it though too i like it yep i like yep. it that it does i've got a cessna in there i need to fly more but uh yeah they released something else new here not too long ago too a new version of the cypher right yeah 6s and that was actually at ice house um it didn't get a lot of flying because it was so breezy uh, when they had this out. It was just it was just too windy for it, really. Um, I mean, it, I was, let me say this: it probably could have flown in more wind in the wind that we had. But you know, there's a point at which it's like, yeah, it's not really worth tearing it up, and it's you know, you're not going to really be able to exhibit what the cipher can do in that level of wind. Right? Yeah, it'd um, be kind of pointless, really. That was kind of the thought process not, but not going to see the capabilities of that plane and the, the stuff that it can do in that level of wind i don't think right so looks like it's coming in sometime this month november 22 is when they're expecting it so yep so it's a, a 6s version of the cypher which was a 3s uh the original was of course and then uh but this new one's a 6s and it's kind of neat uh, the way they did the battery. It's a uh, it's actually a 6s stick pack, which you don't see a whole lot of. But uh, take two 3s 2200s and put them end to end, and uh, heat shrink them together and put one lead coming out, and you've got it. Interesting. So it's this really long. Uh, it's like the banana clip of 3s batteries, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 6s 2200. Yeah. Yep. 6s 2200 but uh you can use and i think it even says on the website there uh two yeah. 3s 2200s in series would yep. also work yeah uh, and they're not side by side they're end to end so 
Interesting. That's cool. I didn't ever fly the original one. I think, I think Bill had one if he doesn't still, but I didn't ever get, I've never had any stick time on it. Never flown it. So, um, so I've flown a couple, uh, I had flown Jason Reddish's, uh, out at one of Skinner's events. Mm. And then, uh, Oh, Gerald bought one from Reddish and I put it together and flew it. Um, and for whatever reason, I thought it would be a good idea to maiden it from inside my shop <laughs> and it was fine. It didn't give me any trouble. So, um, they're super easy to fly. If that tells you anything, yeah. um, I literally took it off inside my shop, flew it out the shop doors. Uh, I think I, I don't remember if I went over my truck. I think I did, but anyway, hovered it out to the yard, uh, rotated the motors and took off and it was, it's super easy to fly. Yeah, I remember you, seeing the demos at Ice House uh, the year they released the other one. So, what, two years ago, I guess it was. So, so I feel like it's three. May have been. Like, yeah. May have been. I just remember seeing them out there for the first time. Yep. But anyway. Well, cool. It's a it's an odd little airplane. Uh, I've never owned one, but I've flown them a few times. And they can do some neat tricks and stuff. Uh, totally out of the. 3d realm so yeah i'm gonna say it's a different different kind of uh animal for sure so yep. it's a, co- a cool little plane though yeah but anyway what else we got i hadn't seen much of anything else going on but i haven't haven't really been you know scouring the internet or uh, facebook in the last couple of weeks yeah you've kind of been out of it on that um uh, i did see something let me pull it back up here. Um, I think this come about since uh, our last show. And I, I kind of want to hit on this a little bit. Uh, knockoff stuff. Um, there was a, an apparent knockoff that came about, showed up on Facebook here October 18th. So that has been since the last show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm not going to put who it was out there. I don't want to blast them out there, but a lot of people already know who I'm talking about. And, uh, man, it's just not cool. And, you know, there is no such thing as, uh, what they call intellectual property. Uh, those, those rules really don't apply, uh, in China. Yeah. I was going to say they don't overseas. Yeah. And so there's a company that, that ripped off one of extreme flights designs and uh blasted it all over facebook i mean is it an exact do- copy uh maybe not i don't know that but uh certainly looks pretty similar and uh they didn't change the name either to to add fuel to the fire jeez so yeah i didn't see that i'll have to catch up on that but uh huh. yeah it's uh yeah it was a little bit i was like holy cow the nerve you know um well you know like you said overseas when you you take that chance when you have something built over there i think that uh you know the possibility of that stuff getting out and i don't know if there's much you can do about it so unfortunately there really isn't um so 
Uh, there was nut, something else I'm trying to find here real quick that John Ellis had shared. John Ellis is big in the uh, scale heli world. Let's see if I can find it. I'm sure it'll be in one of the groups, and that's going to make it hard for me to find. It was about some companies partnering up together. It was of like Vario and uh, Helifactory, I believe. Okay, yeah, here it is. Uh, this was posted yesterday on uh, building building scale RC helicopters is the name of the group. And uh, he says, "I'm going to ask you guys what's going on in the scale helicopter community for 2023." Uh, keep hearing rumors about fuselage kits soon becoming available again in the U.S. And uh, he says, I can tell you a couple of things that are not rumors. Chuck Burt of Vario Helicopter slash Peak Aircraft has joined forces with Heli Factory out of Germany to bring that fine line of models to the U.S. under the name of Heli Factory USA. Uh, yeah, I did hear about this. Yeah. Uh, happening i hadn't seen anything official but i had heard about it a little bit yeah he says mark smith owner of heli workshop uh slash vario helicopters has partnered with xxl model helicopters to bring that great line of models to the u.s and it says yes they are the manufacturer of the one-third scale hughes 500 holy cow that'd be a massive helicopter yeah it would so two companies uh, kind of partnering up. So Heli Workshop. Um, I don't know who XXL models. I don't really know much about them, but uh, Heli Factory, I know a little bit about just from Renee. So it might, I mean, it's looking like it may get a little bit more readily available for us to have some scale helis in this part of the world. So, yeah, so there's not a whole lot of stuff coming over. Uh, anymore not a big uh drive forward i guess but yeah i had heard that they were gonna uh, bring in some other stuff so that's a cool that's cool i mean hopefully they'll bring in some other stuff i, I would probably stick more to the 600 size stuff just me personally for budget reasons among others but uh you know so what they what they bring in in that uh scale i'll be interested to see because i don't have anything scale uh but i would uh, yeah, you know, so uh, somebody tell them they need to make make me a, a Bell two twenty two. Well, in an Airwolf scheme, if you don't mind, you may have to paint it yourself, but <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if there was a two twenty two coming about. Uh, yeah. That's a popular helicopter, so it is, it is. But even oh, what's the other one? What's the news chopper one that uh, uh has? The 206 bell yeah. 206 that would i'd be happy with that too or or any of the others you know md 500 or i don't know there's a few different ones i wouldn't mind owning actually yeah to me my uh my ultimate is a, a huey uh i want a, a d model huey or a, a h model one of the two uh john ellis a lot there's actually a lot of guys building hueys this winter but they're doing b models and uh I, uh, I, I like the B okay, but the, the D is the stretch Chewy. It's the mm -hmm. little bit longer. 
right. had more horsepower. That's the one I like. I think it looks cool. Um, yeah. You know, but I'm going to pick up that uh, Jet Ranger next weekend from Johnny, and that's a, a 206 essentially. And so that'll be a fun one to play around with as well. Yeah, that's going to be a good time right there. Yep. I'm anxious to see that one going. That's a big helicopter too, though. 800. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So but. it'll be a, it'll be one to, to learn. Uh, well, not really learn with, but one to, to kind of go more all out with. I'm going to put some good servos in it, probably spend a little bit more on the flight controller and, and, uh, really try to make it. I was going to say we can scale it out. We could resin print stuff, <laughs> but then it starts getting heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually thought about that resin print deal um, mm-hmm. because I'm wanting a pilot for my RV 870 because it's just such a big canopy with, yeah. and it's just all empty. So it just looks kind of funny. And uh, I was leaning towards getting one of those pilots from America uh, aircraft international. Okay. Uh, the guy that does the 3W motors. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about going with one of his pilots because they're foam and they're lightweight and they look pretty good. Um, you still, but, have that, uh, still have that scan of you? Oh yeah, but because uh, I know a guy. I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of uh past that one. Yeah. Oh come on. No, <laughs> I think I'm past that one. It never did pan out. That'd be all right. So. Uh, anyway, with that being said, I need to figure out a pilot and I thought about, I was like, you know, I could just print one and paint it and then I'd have something unique, but I, I can print you on there. Uh, I've been working on a skeletal structure underneath. So you hollow it out. So it's not solid resin because solid resin ones are super heavy. So yeah. you hollow it out and you have this like, uh, framework underneath that keeps it from cracking out or anything so far it's worked out really well uh i've got a couple of them that i've left out just to see if it would uh how it was going to react um ones that are painted ones that aren't i've done both so far i haven't had any trouble so fingers crossed it stays that way but we'll see i think they do end up a little bit you know if you especially if you have one that's foam you know that's going to be considerably lighter i would imagine but on the other scale bus that I've seen, uh, I've gotten really close to the same weight that they advertise. So, well, with the with the frog that I've got in my RV eight sixty, that has a, like a skeleton structure to it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, basically a grid system of a, a little ball. Bo- it's yeah. hard to explain. It's just a web. Of, grid web grid web or whatever you want to call it anyway um the problem with it is is the first time i took it outside and uh it saw the sun for very long it got a few cracks in it do you know how thick how thick the wall was on it no i don't uh that's the thing we'd have to contact Corey. Corey printed that morgan painted it and i was like dude i gotta have it that thing is so cool and uh (laughs) And it was the same color as my RV8 and all that. It's like, I've got to have that. And it's worked out really well. Uh, with that being said, I haven't really messed with any other resin printed stuff. So 
uh, trying to decide. I don't even know what I would want to put in the RV eight, you know, with the, with the American or aircraft international pilots, you know, it, it would just be a guy, you know, I would probably buy right. the one with like a cap and some earmuffs and go on about it. But, uh, if I was going to 3d print something, you know, what would I get? And I, I haven't decided on that yet. I've looked around for STLs all over the internet and I've never found any of the pilot figures that I thought, yeah, that's what I want to make a pilot figure out of. I just haven't found that. Well, I don't know. we'll keep looking. I'll look around. I haven't been, haven't searched for much of anything in the last month. So I need to kind of catch up on that stuff too, but uh, I've got a ton of stuff downloaded already. So uh, if you get some maybe, idea. Maybe like a Glenn Quagmire. He was a pilot. Yeah. You know, like a cartoon character of sorts. Quagmire being a pilot, I always thought he was pretty funny on Family Guy, you know? Right. And then, uh, uh, or maybe like, I remember this uh, this thing that Hastings used to have. You know, they had like the little plastic figurines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was one of uh, Homer Simpson chugging a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one would have made a, I almost put that in an airplane, but it was so heavy that I ended up not doing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I bet. I can find you something, but yeah, I don't know what the cost is on the other one. I mean, good pilot figures aren't cheap. Um, no. So now let me look at, uh, aircraft international. Cause I also looked at, uh, JR has a good line of pilot figures too. And they're a little over a hundred bucks. Yeah. I was going to say, I was looking at ones that were about a hundred dollars and like I was looking at the weight and the size of them and everything. And I actually scaled a, uh, <laughs> a Mandalorian, yeah, uh, bust for uh, I think Mark's gonna put it in his Raven, his 106 nice. inch Raven, and then I was gonna put a Grogu, you know, Baby Yoda for the back seat, but I haven't found a good uh, a good model to cut up and use for that yet. So, but uh, anyway, it's just something I was messing with. So, how are you cutting those up? Are you doing it? I assume you're doing it electronically somehow, like in some CAD program or yeah, slicer I, program. I do it in Fusion. I can, you you can, yeah, you can edit the mesh and fusion after you download it because they're already produced. They're already in an STL format, you know, or uh, whatever file. And then, so I'll import it into fusion and I can, uh, I can mess with the mesh. Then you do an offset plane and cut it, you know, and I can tilt it or angle it however I need, depending on how the, like the one that I used was a, it was, it was a full bust. It actually is down to like his waist. And so I cut it off. Uh, I don't know about the bicep. And then I tilted it because he was looking down and uh, it didn't look right when he did it the first time. So I uh, adjusted all of that and redid it and it came out pretty good. Um, I've got to paint it uh, marks. I painted the first version just to see, to mess with it, make sure I could make it look right. And uh, it came out pretty good, but uh, anyway. So, uh, I'm looking here on uh, Aircraft International's site, and the so Reddish had told me that to get the pilot figure that's for like a forty two percent, forty percent, and uh, it, he said that's what you had to have to make it look right on the. Uh, RV eight, you know, yeah. just because the cockpit's so big, right? Um, 
based on that, the one that they're calling for the 37 to 45% mm-hmm. is a uh, hundred bucks. Yeah. I was say, um, we were looking at 35 to 40%ers when oh, I scaled this one. Actually, hang on. That is for the helmet head. So for the civilian foam pilot figures, like the one I was talking about was 65 bucks. So that's not too bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah. Cause personally the helmet head things, they just look silly to me cause they're like motorcycle helmets and, and I'm not really a fan of that stuff. Uh, put, put the right helmet on them guys. <laughs> um, but then, um, here's the other thing is they're saying, Trying to find where it actually says the weight for sure. Hmm. Which one are you uh, looking at? The 40, 37 to 45? Yeah, it doesn't actually list it out by size, but it just says approximately one ounce each. So I don't know if that means for like from the little one all the way up to the big one, but one ounce is not bad for not a pilot much. figure weight. No. Uh, that's going to be considerably lighter than I would imagine anything we can 3d print. That's like 28 grams. Yeah. I, I mean, the ones from JR are like a hundred, I want to say they're like a hundred grams. Yeah. So like four ounce. Yeah. So I may end up with one of these anyway, just because of weight. So I can keep it between four and five uh, resin printed on a big one on a 40 percenter. Right. But, uh, I can't, you know, if these are cut out of foam, yeah, there's no way you'll get anywhere near that 3D printing it. Yeah, I didn't figure that much. Not in resin anyway. You might, you know, Jason had some of that uh, lightweight PLA, and you might be able to do something with that and keep it, but I don't think it'll cut it that far. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then all of that with PLA, though, you'd have to worry about the, the heat, you know, mm-hmm. so much that it would end up ruined. Yep, sitting in the sun, you're liable to make it warp just because you're trying to keep the weight down. You're running thin walls and all that. Yeah, I don't, I just don't yeah, think it work very well. I don't think so either. So I'm going to say probably maybe looking at these aircraft internationals, unless we can come up with something that I'm like, yeah, that's cool enough. Let's sacrifice the weight. Um, which with that RV8, you know, I could do that. Um, what I really want is a, uh, I don't have a pilot figure in my Mamba. And uh, when I was a kid, th- this uh, my dad's cousin had a, a 60 size Waco. And in that Waco, he had a, uh, uh, it's just this crazy haired, just guy, but he had this like hair that was like stood up on end and it was like green and it was wild looking like those. Uh, you remember the trolls? that were popular yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. It kind of had hair like that, but it was not a troll. It wasn't the troll itself. And, uh, I was like, man, that'd be cool to have something like that. Do you know, just some kind of guy that looks like he's out of his mind. Yeah. Um, something yeah. wild. I've seen a couple of pretty cool ones, but I'd have to go digging to find them again. And I've downloaded a handful, but I was just thumbing through some pictures here. Cause I, trying to look for the ones that I had, but I'm not seeing them right off. But anyway. Yeah. I kind of like the derpy looking one that JR has. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they didn't have the uh, the big great big one that would fit the RV8. Uh, at least it wasn't in stock when I looked the other day. Right. Because uh, I actually ordered some servo grease from JR. Uh, I don't know if it's really anything special, but it's considered servo grease according to them. And uh, I've got some of that stuff on the way. So uh, or I think I ordered it. I know I looked at it. <laughs> so did I actually click order? You're talking this guy with the glasses? There, actually, there's a few of them here. Yeah, no, the the one on the far right is the one I was thinking of. Uh, this, not him. This guy? No, that one there, yeah. Yeah. The really derpy looking one that has like a huge <laughs> head with tiny eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought about doing something like that, but I think the big one is out of stock. A lot of them are out of stock for that matter. Yeah, most of them. The 40 percenters, it's 120 bucks too. Yeah, that's the only one they've got in that one. Looks like it's a dude with a hat. He looks like a hunter though. He doesn't look like a pilot. I don't know. Maybe did I not process the entire order? <laughs> you going back through your stuff wondering now, huh? Yeah. I like I'm I could have swore I was on their site and clicked buy now. But I'm not seeing an email from them. You know what? I can look at my PayPal. I was gonna say you find out if you got charged or not. Well, I got charged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now let me go back a little bit further. I was going to say, I notice every couple bucks missing out of my account now. Problem is, I get so many emails. That's yeah. the that's what's killing me. Yeah, I get a ton of junk mail. Spend all day cleaning that out. Oh, I, I clean it out as it comes in, but with the uh, stuff going on with the laser, uh, trying to get all that going, and yeah, it's just, I've got a lot of emails in here. I'm looking at you know what? If I narrow it down to one inbox, that will help too. Well, and you made cups for Superfly, Ice House, and Cajun Hunt Fest, didn't you? Yes, I did. And I've actually got a few more going out. Um, so they should be here tomorrow. And I'll be making those tomorrow night, last minute, uh, to take down to Cajun Hunt Fest. Because I initially made 12, and I had a couple more guys. You know, So I'm up to 14 that won them. And uh, I thought, well, you know what, I'll I'll just try to have some more available. That design came out good. I like it. I like that, so that a lot. That one is uh, mostly Johnny, and uh, he sent me the the picture. I had to do an image trace, clean it up a little bit, and uh, but yeah, it, I think it turned out pretty good. That's actually their club logo, the wings yeah. with the crawfish holding the transmitter. Yeah, it looks just, really, it looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it came out looking real good on those cups. You know how some of that stuff with the logos and that kind of thing, they don't necessarily transfer over real well. That one that one came out looking really good. Yeah, I liked it better than uh, than what we did for Ice House and uh, Superfly 2, for that matter. So, yeah, they looked good. I was going to pull it up here and look at it, but where'd it go? There it is. Yep. Yep. I yeah, with the extreme plot logo and everything on it. I like that. But anyway, 
Well, hell, what else you got? Anything? I'm running pretty thin on stuff, unfortunately. Hopefully next time we get together, I got more to talk about because I get back to flying a little bit. Get back to some some kind of normalcy in my life. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it, RC-related. Oh, uh, I guess one last thing. I did, uh, so Larry Daniels contacted me. He called me the other day, and he asked if I was interested in doing this bloody wonder slash buddy baron combat and uh i was like yeah man i'm i'm interested in it i said i just don't know when i'm gonna have time to put a plane together because i've got all this other stuff going on and so he offered to put a plane together for me and anyway i went on uh got the plans and laser cut the firewall or the motor mount and the control horns so i think that's going to kind of become a thing I, I from what i understand there's already a fairly good sized group of guys in north texas doing the combat with those yeah, yeah the guys down around alvarado mo and uh those guys i think are ones putting some of that on yeah so i'm going to get involved with that and uh larry's hooking me up with an airplane and but if anybody out there if you guys need those parts and don't feel like cutting them out yourself um uh, I can laser cut them and uh, drop them in the mail for you real cheap. So, cause I mailed those, I mailed four motor mounts and I think it was like 16 control arms. Mm-hmm. And I just put them in an envelope with a couple stamps on it and mailed it to Larry. Yeah. I was going to say, just put them in a padded envelope and be easy to ship. I didn't even do a padded envelope. I did a plain Jane envelope. <laughs> two stamps put it in my mailbox raise the flag so yeah real easy so well, that's cool yeah it'd be the cheapest thing you ship out of there i bet yeah yep absolutely well, cool so. well like i said i don't have much else that's about it for me yeah and event season is winding down for us here um we've got uh cajun huck fest coming up this uh next weekend so uh actually it starts tomorrow technically uh today being the second of november it uh is the november 3rd through the 5th so it'll be going on when this comes out or maybe just happened when this episode comes out yeah i'll try and get it out tomorrow probably tomorrow evening though so uh, hopefully guys can listen to it either on their way there or at the event yeah you know or just whenever you can get an opportunity. I'm, I know you're, you got a lot going on. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, but yeah, no, it won't take too much to do this one. So yeah, uh, it'd be pretty easy to get out. So I'll try and uh, try and get it out uh, tomorrow evening. If I wasn't having to work in the office, I can do it. Uh, normally I work from home and I can sit here and tinker with it on my lunch or breaks or whatever and, and get it done in the morning. But uh with me having to go into the office so i don't have access to my computer obviously so uh, it takes me another day or so to get it done but uh but yeah we'll get her done and uh as you were scrolling there i just noticed that uh, we didn't recap tucson shootout um we're, we're gonna save that for another episode i'm sure uh, we've got a few yeah. other guys we're trying to get on and uh so with the shootout we will save that we didn't forget it and uh so if you guys want to hear about that, uh, it will come back up. So, 
Yep, yep. And uh, as far as other podcasts, uh, that's something we kind of we've we've not done sponsors and podcasts lately, and uh, so our sponsors just check the show notes. There really hasn't changed much. Uh, no, I put links and everything into the show notes. Um, yep. As far as I know, all of the discount codes are still going. I know I talked to Jason Duran about <laughs> um, the one at A Power Batteries, and uh, he was putting it back in last I heard. So yeah, uh, that should be back active uh, if you happen to get something from him. And uh, I'll have links on the rest of it as well. So the one thing that I need to remind people that uh, the biggest question we get asked is uh hey the you know like hey does that checkout code work it's not working now uh you only get to use it one time right. as that's how jason's got that set up for us at a power uh so it's for your first purchase only but it's still well worth it it's i mean there's a lot of us uh involved with both the show and just guys in our area that's using those a power batteries and man we're all really liking them so yeah i need to order a few more actually yep so, and then uh, who else we got yeah, that we need well, to mention? What was the other podcast you had talked about that you listened to? You made a post about it. Um, oh, it's, dude, it's actually the one that you turned me on to. It's the Sean Ryan show. Uh, dude, yeah. I like that one a lot. Some of his are really long, but some of them yeah. are really, really good too. He has a lot of a lot of veteran uh, special ops guys, Navy SEALs, that kind of thing. And then uh, this last one you posted about was – that dude's really cool a smuggler for like Pablo Escobar and some of the cartel yeah. stuff. He was really, yeah, he's a drug smuggler for the Medellin cartel and, and, uh, yeah, Roger Reeves, uh, episode of, uh, the Sean Ryan show five and a half hours, but man, I, which I get into that stuff. I, I always have like the documentary cocaine cowboys and, uh, dude, I've always got into that stuff. I was yeah. always fascinated by it. And uh, anyway, so that was a good, good episode. Most of his stuff have been are easy to listen to. Just hear the stories and stuff. Uh, like I said, most of the ones that I've listened to have all been from, uh, you know, special forces guys and talking about Afghanistan and, and being over there and some of the stuff they went through and some of the missions that they did. Uh, it was really cool. This one with Roger Reeves, man, that dude has some epic stories. <laughs> he <laughs> was just, he's, he's, he's a unique crazy. guy. Just, he sounds like this, just this old man that, yeah. you know, <laughs> the way he talks is like, oh, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> and he's talking about, you know, smuggling tons <laughs> of drugs into the, you know, it's like, oh, we landed on this beautiful runway. And I'm like, it is. It's. It was so, an interesting take on it. So it's talking about how much did you bring back? He's like, uh, three tons. He's like, three tons. You hear him go three tons. Two. Tons. Holy crap! He had six thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but uh, yeah. yeah. How, did you? What did you think about that little segment about Barry Seal though? That was a. Uh, yeah. That one was interesting. It's like, oh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to take it political there, but uh, if you know about Barry Seal. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's more to the story. Let's just say that. Uh, and, yeah, I think uh, that's always the case. Yeah. That yeah. movie was pretty good, though. Yeah. Well, he mentions that movie in this podcast. So Does he? I may not have gotten there yet on it then. It's over three hours in. It's okay. a five and a half hour show. And, and uh, the Barry Seal segment is uh, it's a little over three hours in. And uh, then he gets to talking about Mina. 
and the movie a little bit and, and uh, how they had to change it because uh might offend some people. <laughs> I might, might might get unalived. Yeah. So I'll have to I'll have to finish listening to it. Like I said, I only got through I guess the first two and a half hours or so. I got about halfway through it. Yeah. So uh, I'll listen to the rest of it at work tomorrow. So yeah, I finished it today. Um, I started it yesterday and finished today, and then uh, turned around and listened to a, a Joe Rogan episode today too. That was really good. Um, I'll be honest, a couple of his shows lately, I've, I've had a hard time listening to. It's like, eh, yeah. these kind of suck. But he had a good one with Doctor Phil of all people, and uh, I like that one. But uh, yeah, that would be good. I've listened to a few of his, and, and I had a couple that I'm kind of like, meh, and then there were quite a few that i have enjoyed listening to but yeah i uh i got uh was listening to a couple of the other ones uh like heliheads and freefall rc is actually going away um at the end of the oh, year man. they are they're shutting their podcast down uh um, i hate to hear that i don't I, I don't listen to those guys but i hate to hear any podcast well, especially rc related going away they, they've been doing seven years i think they said that oh, they've wow. been doing it almost weekly. So uh, a lot of episodes. They're, they're just burnt out sounding probably. I, I think so. You know, they were um, talking about just uh, they've been doing it long enough and it's ready to do something else. But I think there's going to be a spinoff. I think one or two of the guys are going to um, pick up and, moving, and do huh? something else with it yeah from the way it sounded just kind of hinting at it there might be something else coming from one or two of them so but like right now i think they're on episode 349 and they're going to close out through december and i think that's going to be the end of it from the way it sounded so yeah you know they've, they've done a ton um heli heads is still going strong i like that one too yeah well and uh i know everybody's wondering about rc scrap pile um there is an episode coming is what I'm being told. So yeah, that's what I heard um, too. I'm not going to go into anything with it. Um, I, cause I don't know anything to be honest, <laughs> other than I know that, uh, they're supposed to be doing a show here soon. So, uh, I had talked to Casey about that last night. So anyway, uh, just hold out for those guys. I mean, and, uh, I was giving Spiegel a hard time down at ice house. I was like, Hey dude, you're going to record a show or what? And he's I don't think he did. If he did, he hasn't edited it, put but, it out yet. So I talked to Mike Westbrook the other day, and, and I think he said they were working on one. Uh, but that's about all, I, all I'd heard, if I recall um, correctly. But, yeah, I think they're having some trouble getting times lined up for everybody. Uh, but uh, he works some crazy hours sometimes. So, So that's something I forgot about Ice House was uh something Spiegel did. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Westbrook shows up with this uh this old Honda uh, <laughs> is it a trail it's like a trail one twenty five I think. Yeah. I don't think it was a little seventy. I'm pretty sure it was a one twenty five. Anyway he shows up with this thing and this is it's an old it's I mean this thing's like probably forty years old or something. It's in excellent condition though. And uh Anyway, like I hop on it and ride it around. It's like, okay, you know, everything's all good. And most motorcycles and four wheelers, you know, you shift them up, you know, it's like one down four Mm -hmm. up, 
or, or like five or up or whatever, you know, but you, you pull the shift lever up. Well, I had an old 1984 Honda four-wheeler when I was a kid that you shifted by pushing the shifter down. Uh, down was to go into a higher gear. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly enough, this little Honda that Mike Westbrook has is that way too. But anyway, I figured it out pretty quick and I cruised around on it. And it's like, hey, that's that's a lot of fun, you know. It's like a little three-speed, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I ever tried to go over three. 1970 uh, model, he said. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, oh, so it's 52 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, I never really tried to go faster than second or third gear, so it didn't matter to me. But anyway, Spiegel gets on it, and uh, Mike has to like show him. He's like, "Hey, push it down and put it in gear." And so he and he's just like got this thing just bouncing off. Of, I mean, he doesn't have a rev <laughs> limiter. He's floating the valves. He's floating the valves, <laughs> running down the main line. Just <laughs> and it's just and uh, you can see Mike just like about to blow up like oh my god what are you doing because and he's he's going away from us still when he's doing this and he's like shift you still gotta shift because like he figured out it's like well you don't need to it doesn't have a clutch it's an automatic clutch Mm. but you still gotta shift it you know and i guess spiegel didn't compute that you know it's like when he when mike's like well it doesn't have a clutch i guess he thought you know it's like a moped where or something that where it's just you know, one speed, you know, and just go. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Spiegel about, so it is a trail 70. Yeah. Trail 70. Yeah. Okay, so Spiegel, like, one. he about blew the motor up on it the first night there. That's funny. Well, <laughs> there were pictures of uh, some people had a shark costume on and were riding it up and down. <laughs> so I missed that. It's like, man. Yeah. There's a couple, there's some videos. <laughs> There's a few different videos yeah. and pictures of that running around. I'll have to find them and send them to you. So Ron Moore had the 125 then. Uh, so Ron Moore has a, a a Chinese knockoff. It looks almost identical to that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's called an Ice Bear. And, uh, man, they're not really too bad priced. I'm, I'm actually really considering getting one of these Ice Bear 125s. So. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. be fun little... Uh, like I said, uh, event bike, whatever you run around on. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Moore got rid of his, uh, his little Coleman that, uh, that, uh, Clint stole a couple of years ago. I was going to say, the one he's, trying he's to got steal. him a new ice bear now that is pretty sweet. So <laughs> that's funny, but well, all right, man, I think that's it for RC stuff. We could go on and on and on, but, right. uh, check out some of these other podcasts we talk about. They're not all RC related, but they're fun. And uh, of course, there's a few RC ones that we mentioned as well. And yep, yep. Uh, check out all our sponsors; they're uh, they're still holding out for us, and we needed to get a little bit better about naming them specifically. But uh, yeah, we'll pick it back up. Like I said, it'll all be in the show notes. So, yep. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to us, and. Uh, hanging on for us. I know we had about a month break. Uh, we will try and bring back some consistency to what we were putting out, uh, here over the last few months and, uh, get back on track. So, uh, that's all I've got. 
Yes, sir. All right, man. Y'all have a good evening, and we will talk at you next time. All right. Take care, guys.